Welcome. Welcome back to Black Goddess Healing and Manifestation. I am your host, Dr. G, and I am really ecstatic to enter into this podcast. As you may have listened to the trailer, this is a new initiative that I'm taking on for 2020 and really just a place for us to talk about black spirituality, to delve a little bit into our history and African spirituality uh, and different practices as well as to heal and to provide healing for um, our community. So I'm going to start off with a little introduction and um, I hope that you know as we move forward uh, you will continue to listen and to support this podcast and one of the ways that you can continue to support is by sharing uh, the podcast by liking it I think those who have sent over comments of like and support it's really really helpful especially when you are starting out with something that is new and somewhat uncharted territory so thank you all and I ask you to continue to um, you know send this out to your friends to your family and post on your social media and another way to support is through anchor and if you go to anchors um, webpage and to look up the show you can support um, financially by providing a little donation um, for the podcast which would be much much appreciated and in that way we can uh, get a little bit better um, perhaps better technology as well as you know supporting the time um, that we have together I also want to share um, another note if you want to reach out to me directly um, on some of the platforms you do have an option to be able to send a message but you can also reach me at phoenixleegram at gmail.com and that's phoenix g excuse me, phoenixleegram at gmail.com. Um, and so uh, you can reach me there. And how you spell that is P-H-O-E-N-I-X-L-E-E-G-R-A-H-A-M at gmail. Um, and you can also find me on Instagram at phoenixleegram um, through Instagram account. Um, so with that being said, if you were to go into Amazon, you will also find the book, The Five Dimensions of Life Patterns, Decoding Life Through One Girl's Journey. I encourage you to obtain uh, this this book. It's more than a book. I, you know, I, I wish there was a better phrase for it. Um, it really is filled with life lessons, the physics of life, how science connects with spirituality, how the patterns through our lives are really symbols and messages and paths that we have planted for ourselves before even coming to this space that we call earth and that we call life and to this realm um, and that we have these breadcrumbs that we can you know individually follow the messages that our higher self our souls have planted here for us to ease our journey sometimes uh, we ignore those patterns and I really delve into 
that concept and how to follow your intuition within this work which I call the five dimension of life dimensions of life patterns and so again you can find it on Amazon there is a paperback and a Kindle version um, I really try to make it economical uh, for anyone that wants to purchase or to um, view it online I, I really hope that you will find it um, helpful as we will use some of the content in some of our podcast um, episodes here on the channel so I just wanted to share that for with you all and um, again reach out to me if you have show ideas uh, content that you would like to discuss um, ideas please let me know I am open to that I really want this to be a place of healing and to learn how to be in control of our lives how to manifest and we will do an episode on that as well um, and we'll talk a little bit about that today and um, again I want this to be a community I want this to be a community of black goddesses and uh, for us to share amongst uh, our, our group. Okay, so let's go into a little bit about the format of this uh, platform. So to start, we will have our episodes begin with a little bit of our African history. That is a passion of mine and I have degrees as I shared and in our trailer in psychology as well as therapy and health sciences but for my undergraduate degree I was actually a black Americans uh, minor and so I've always had this passion and drive to discover more about our ancestry and as I've gotten into this phase of life I will share that I am 40 plus um, I really have I would say over the last past five years or so gotten into uh, looking into the history of our spirituality and so we will start our segments off with a little conversation about that and we'll call that segment our African spiritual beginnings to follow I will do uh, an intuitive reading um, sometimes I may share some of uh, what's going on in astrology as I shared um, or may not have actually I'm an enthusiast of astrology even though that is not an area of expertise of mine but I do follow and as we talk about um, our African spiritual beginnings today part of our ancestry if you have roots to Africa as hopefully you know most of you do that are appreciating this podcast you will find that we have really strong connections with studying the Astros with looking at the universe um, in a way that it's directly connected to us and what happens there is actually uh, we're actually reflections of what's happening in the universe and vice versa so um, we will talk a little bit about that perhaps in our intuitive readings and some of it is just the sense and the feeling of things that are, are going on um, currently um, that I will be sharing with you all and then we'll go into a meditation which we'll call healing health and meditation and with healing health and meditation um, it's a moment for us to really go within um, and also to connect to our bodies to sense what is actually occurring um, what are perhaps some triggers for us and how we can address them um, and then to allow you to have a moment of, of meditation and stillness and I know that that is an area that is challenging for a lot of us, uh, you know, a lot of individuals are trying to make that part of their daily lives, but don't exactly know how to. And so I will hopefully give you a little bit more insight in regards to that. 
And then lastly, lastly, we'll go into our topic of the day. Um, and as I shared in our trailer, we were going to talk today about a little bit about the term let go and let God. And that will lead us into some of the beginning aspects of manifestation. So those are our four components of our our. Uh, podcast and hopefully today's conversation as we start with African spiritual beginnings will give you a little little bit more knowledge in regards to why four why four aspects of this this podcast and I'm going to go ahead and start that now so today's African spiritual beginnings we're we're going to be talking a little bit about the Dogon people of Mali and if you're not familiar with the Dogon they are just really interesting, amazing, knowledgeable, beyond anything that we can think of. Um, I, I can't even put it into words um, how, how in awe I am of our ancestors from the Dogon. And again, they are in Mali, Africa. And there has been a, a lot of um, research in this, this population and trying to figure out how they were able to know some of the information um, that scientists uh, have now revealed and um, you know from that the ancient times they were able to put into words events as well as uh, star systems that are just now um, coming about so let's get a little bit into the Dogon people um, so the Dogon people have a concept that if you're familiar with the Kemetic principles of Mayat, uh, they really uh, look at balance and looking at um, the balance between the masculine and the feminine. And I, I personally, and I, you know, I don't want to be saying that I'm an expert on this group, um, on these these wonderful people. Um, and so my interpretation perhaps may not be perfect so I do want to give you that note I just encourage you to look um, them up on your own but when you're looking at their principles to me it's very similar in terms of having balance and so um, let me go into a little bit more um, about that and the one question that I want you to think about as we talk about the Dogon really is where are women in religion okay where are women in religion and why does there appear to be and again this perhaps is my opinion but why does it appear to be an imbalance of the masculine and the feminine specifically and um, which what we would call the Abrahamic religions and I again do not want to have specifically a conversation about what we should be doing um, and what we should choose um, to follow that in itself is judgmental Um, what I would like to do is to allow us to peel back the layers and go beyond um, our current practices and go back to our roots literally what were we doing before uh, perhaps being uh, taken from Africa to the different lands of Americas to the Caribbean um, and to various 
parts of this world um, when we go back to the Arabic slave trade all the way to the Atlantic slave trade. So I, um, I want to go back to the beginning as much as I have been able to investigate and to discover and go back to our connections of spirituality. And in that, again, it, it causes me to question, wow, you know, when we look at the Dogon and their practices, um, there was definitely an aspect of masculine and feminine and a balance between the two and we find that in a lot of our African traditional religions and spiritual practices and the Dogon people had a phrase um, well more than that they had a supreme creator that they called Amma A-M-M-A Amma or Amen A-M-E-N let's pause on that for a second yeah, so <laughs> when you think about the origins of our current day practices, we can't ignore some of the parallels and the similarities. Um, and so this this supreme creator of Ama was both male and female, or some would say genderless, um, but there was a balance between both. And um, Ama uh, really had this the physical aspect of a ma was um what they would call uh, mama's uh, the clavicle of a ma um this shape of a a cervix if you will or cervical a clavicle excuse me shape um to me represents um very similar to um, female anatomy um but again uh you know that could be my interpretation but first um the first thing to form was in a woman's womb, okay? And the first thing that is to form is in a woman's womb. And this this aspect of Amma was this uh, elliptical shape that actually had uh, four quadrants, a quad, quadrangle structure. And so the four, as I mentioned, I would align this with our how we are really mapping out our segments on this podcast. Four is a very powerful number, and looking at the aspects of Amma, this is where we have north, south, east, and west. This is where we have that connection to our elements, such as fire, earth, air, and water. And the concepts of the Dogon people really allude to this um, this universe that have, had came about through are through Amma and how we are actually reflections of that and small universes within ourselves. Okay, so think about that connection of having a, a universe like the cosmos within yourself and that we are reflections of the supreme creator of Amma. And so this clavicle, this shape, provided support for the human embryo and then again had four sides within it and four elements and so out of this womb there came to be you know Amma had this thought and the thought brought about the cosmos and brought about this this universe and one of the main things that we can take from the Dogon is that as Amma had this thought to create um, and this this matter 
called Earth came about, our thoughts as we are reflections of our Creator are very powerful and they can create. Our thoughts are very powerful and they can create. The Dogon saw the Amma as considered to be small and that it held the seeds to the universe and that the body of Amma is Amma's egg. And again, we, we talked about the shape of that. And so some impulse of this, this egg, this body of Amma, really, uh, you know, from an unknown cause, there was some impulse that then led to the egg opening and when the egg opened then we had the creation of the universe and then from that Amma had its his, it, its first attempt the creator had its first attempt at creating man and to planting um, you know and fertilizing this seed on earth the first attempt at creation is said to not have been successful and from that came disorder and chaos and this led to um, you know having the disorder and chaos to Amma needing to create order and again you find this connection through other African uh, traditional religions where there's this concept of there being chaos as well as order okay and again everything has balance and so once the creation was successful, this leads us to another Dogon concept of the earth and Amma producing the Nomo, the Nomo twins. And remember, everything has to have balance. And so there were two. Um, and the Nomos were the successful production um, of the recreation between Amma and earth. Now, earth is seen as feminine and um, initially had resisted Amma as we talked about and how the jackal came to be. And so with that, um, Amma had to try again um, and the earth com complied and then we have the Nomo. And the Nomo are said to mean to make one drink, to make one drink. And so the Nomos are fish-like creatures and they are masters of the water as well as our teachers, especially the teachers of the priest of um, Dogon. And when you look at the image, the image of the Nomo, it looks like an image of a fish. I'm going to let you pause on that for a second um, and think about some of the images we may see as we drive on our roads and highways um, that are on people's cars, but I, I'll leave it at that. Um, that it could, you know, a lot of things come from our history that we are just unaware of. And so with that, and the Nomos were the first living creatures, and they eventually had divided from the twins into four. And one of the Nomos went against Amma, and Amma again is about order. And so they went against Amma in order to create or to bring about order again onto the earth. Um, Amma decided to destroy um, one of the the, the twins and sacrifice another Nomo and dismembered its body and sacrificed it throughout the universe and um, to, to restore the order. 
And so that body, um, the Nomo then divided their body among men to feed them. And then they made men drink. And because they required water, they then required men to require water as well. Again, us being reflections of creation. So Amma had um, this thought, uh, this powerful thought, and that, you know, things came to be, and that earth came to be, and this human species came to be, and that's the take home for us, again, is that our thoughts are so powerful. Now, a couple of interesting facts that I want to share with you about the Dogon people, and you have to research them when you have time. I mean, just mind-blowing. So they had this relationship to the star Sirius, and they had a calendar that really was mapped out based upon um, the path of Sirius, um, the companion star of the Sirius star, which is within our, our universe. And they knew that this star had a companion star that would make an elliptical cycle around Sirius. And the interesting fact about this companion star, this tiny, tiny star that was a companion you know, of Sirius, is that you cannot see it with the naked eye. But they knew that this star existed and that they actually mapped out their calendar based upon the movement of the star. And in the 1970s, they discovered that the Dogon people were right, that this companion star actually existed. Not only that, but they knew that the Big Bang um, was the origin of stars. They knew that the uh, shape of our universe, that there was this elliptical shape of um, the universe, as well as um, things about planets such as Saturn have Having several rings and Jupiter having moons, um, as well as you know the Sun being the center of our solar system. How would they know these things? And just I, I want you to reflect on that for a bit. And the one thing I will say about that is, man, know thyself. I talk about this in the book, in the five dimensions of life patterns, and you know that African pro- proverb is so powerful. I feel as though, you know, a lot, as we know, a lot of history has been stolen, has been removed, um, and it was really um, massacred for the purpose of, uh, you know, enslavement and trying to control. With that, we have lost our knowledge of self, of knowing how powerful our ancestors are. Mali, which is this you know, country that's on the west uh, part of West Africa, and a lot of us um, that were, you know, our ancestors were part of that Atlantic slave trade, um, and the enslavement of the African people come from our ancestors come from the west Western African nations, and so know yourself, know that you know you are knowledgeable that we have this connection to the universe like no other, that our thoughts are powerful, and that you are creators. Okay, so let's now move into our part two, which is our intuitive reading. So, you know, as I I reflect on um, where we're at right now, and this, you know, currently we're in January, but I am a strong believer that, you know, when something is meant for you to hear, you will hear it um, during the time that you need to hear it. And right now, I'm getting a sense, you know, that obviously there is this sense of needing to renew and to reinvent. However, 
I want to encourage us to acknowledge the seeds that have already been planted, um, that you have been sowing and that you've placed, uh, you know, into your atmosphere before we have gotten into the new year, before we've gotten into this month, um, and think about those seeds that you have sown, sowed um, and how long it takes to cultivate. And I know sometimes, you know, we get tired, we get weary, and we're on to the next, and we make these resolutions, and we make these new goals. However, there is um, an energy that really is leading us to a birth, a development of what we have set into place. I encourage you all to give it time to know that there is something on the horizon, there is something coming our way um, that will bring us uh, peace and great joy. Um, but just remember, in that, it may be uncomfortable. There may be um, a sign that perhaps this is not right, but our souls know where we should be headed. And we'll get into our conversation or our topic today, so I don't want to jump the gun, but I, I want you to know that what you need, the answers are already within. Um, what we need to seek is not external to us, okay? And knowing that that guidance is there. It's probably for, for a lot of you right now, you're looking into um, perhaps a need for change, a need for change of a relationship, change of a job, change of a location, change of a home, and we're getting a bit antsy. And I'm not exactly sure um, how that speaks to you, um, but what I will say is that, you know, um, don't force it. You'll know when, and when that time comes, you need to be prepared, and you will be prepared. But what it's going to take is you sitting quiet, with you meditating, aligning yourself with your higher self, which some of us call Ori, that higher self that has that direct connection to source. The closest connection to our divine creator is that part of our soul that lies um, within as well as next to um, next to our creator within the spiritual realm. I like to see our, our soul as a dovetail and part of us here, part of us within the spiritual realm and in other aspects that may be a little bit unknown. And so just know that you have this direct uh, connection and that if you think about our reasoning for being here, Think about source. Think about, as we just talked about the Dogon and Ama being that creator that wanted this uh, experience, wanted to then, you know, had a thought and wanted to be able to, um, you know, create with earth and to experience it all. And so we are direct reflections of that. We are part of that. We, we have what most of you may know of as God within us. And we have a universe that lies within. And so know that you are your own creator and that we are meant to do so. And the only way that we create is by having a direct connection to source. And so whatever you're seeking right now, this change, this movement, and you're getting a bit antsy, just know that it's coming. It's coming your way. That seed that you planted will start to break open 
um, just like the Dogon story and when that vibration happens that will break that seed open it will break through the earth to then develop into a beautiful blossomed plant think about the force that is needed to allow that to happen the force that is needed to allow that seed to break open and to break through ground takes a lot so before that can occur it may seem like there is disorder just like there was disorder and chaos within the earth through the Dogon story through the other stories we have from Kemet and the Kemetic religion and knowing or practices excuse me and that spiritual connection and knowing that Perhaps in the beginning through those stories that there was chaos and then there was order. Take that lesson for your life and knowing that chaos typically and unfortunately for us precedes order. And so that is our intuitive message for today. And now we will get into our meditation. So when you think about the term meditation, uh, there's often this connection to shutting everything out, not allowing your thoughts to enter into your mind, and many people find that to be challenging. They find um, sitting still and, and not thinking is an almost impossible feat. And I want to change your mindset in regards to meditation and that it, it just is. It's it's what you need. It's, um, it's something that grows just like anything in your body. Um, there's development that occurs. Any practice that you have as you continue to explore it, it will fine tune itself. And so do not put the pressure on yourself. For me, just starting meditation it's enough just to be still just to sit and so what we're going to do is a guided meditation and I typically like to sit in front of a candle um, that's something that I enjoy but you have to find the thing that you enjoy and I often uh, will say that I try to go into meditation or into a meditative state whenever possible. Um, that doesn't mean that I'm always closing my eyes. For instance, sometimes if I have a long commute, I may be what I define um, as meditating. Some may argue that, um, but I will tell you for me personally, um, it's me going within. within. Um, it's me being quiet, not having anything on in my surroundings. Um, and I am still focused, um, but I am sitting still and allowing the messages to come through that need to come, come through. Um, and so let's start. I, I encourage you to find that thing that will give you comfort. Some of you may want to um, sit on the floor. Others may want to lie. Uh, some of us will fall asleep when we do that. So I do warn you on lying down during meditation. But if that brings you comfort, that is up to you. And with a guided meditation, it's just as it sounds, um, I will be talking us through. Um, and hopefully, this will lead you into your own practice of sitting, um, of being aware of your body, and then allowing yourself just to be still. Today, I encourage you after we do this meditation to take that moment of stillness, and then you can continue on with the podcast after you're done. So in your position, um, close your eyes gently. However, you may be sitting or lying down. And I want you to place your hands on your stomach right near your belly button area. And you can place the other hand over top of that. 
As you breathe in, I want you to close your mouth and breathe in your nose. At the same time, you should be filling air into your stomach, to your belly area, um, and your belly should be expanding like a balloon. So take a moment of breathing in and allow that air to expand your belly. And I want you to hold it for a few seconds. As you exhale, open your mouth and gently blow as you're deflating that balloon. I want you to do that one more time, bringing, breathing in your nose, allowing your belly to uh, expand like a balloon, then gently exhaling after holding it for a few seconds. And the last time, breathing in your nose, see if you can hold that air a little bit longer, as long as you're able to do so with comfort and blowing out through your mouth. I want you to keep your eyes closed and I want you to smell, to hear, to feel everything around you. What is the temperature like? What sounds do you hear? Um, do you feel hungry? Are there smells coming from perhaps your candle? Um, what's going on in your body? Be very aware of your body. I want to say a few words and I want you to think about where you feel this sensation as I say these words. These may be trigger points for you. These may be areas that you want to work on through massage or through stretching um, throughout your week. So when I say work, where did you just feel that at? Work. Was it in the back of your neck? If so, perhaps, you know, in a neck area there's tension. Perhaps you have um, issues and things that you need to voice um, in your place of work that you need to verbalize. Perhaps you need to be able to stand up for yourself in certain instances, or perhaps there's opportunities that you're missing that you need to speak up about. All right, how about relationship? Where did you feel that at? Relationship. Did you feel it in your stomach? Did you feel it in your chest? Is there something that needs to be addressed there? Um, again, these could be areas that you have to address and to work on through stretching, massaging, uh, perhaps through better food, decreasing our consumption of alcohol or other substances that will um, allow you to open up your mind and to have more clarity on how to address your concerns uh, when it comes to relationship. All right, so think about other words that may be of importance to you and take this practice of feeling where do you have a jolt or a sensation in your body when you think about those terms and you can sit with yourself for a while breathing through that tense um, and sensation you may be having um, relaxing perhaps you if you have crystals or other uh, objects that you enjoy to use during your spiritual practices to hold those items as you're doing your breathing and as you're sitting so I hope you continue to take these moments with yourself and we're going to go ahead and close out our meditation. If you are using a candle, I would encourage you to get a snuffer um, or another cover that will allow that candle to go out gently without forcing it out with blowing with your breath. All right.
So we're going to go ahead and end there. Okay, so I, I hope you enjoyed our meditative moment. And now we're going to go into the topic of the day. And this is our fourth and final segment of the podcast today. And again, thank you for joining me. I hope that you sat through the whole thing. If you did, let me know. Um, you know, let me know how it, it felt, what you've learned, um, what you would like more of. That would be great. And in terms of our topic for today, we are talking about let go and let God. Now, as I previously mentioned, and you may hear the language that I use, I try not to limit our thoughts and um, giving our creator, our divine source, a name per se, but most of us have heard that phrase. So I want to use it as this, as a caveat to our conversation today um, that will catapult us into some different concepts. And so the, the concept of let go, let God really is speaking to an external source, right? It's speaking to something that perhaps we are, in my opinion, not directly connected to. Now, some may say, well, yeah, God is within you. God is within me. But it's to me, sometimes we take that very surface level. Um, We need to see ourselves as part of, as the collective, uh, you know, reflection and um, human form of God. And so when we say let go, let God, it's kind of like if you're driving down the highway and you just took your hands off the wheel and say, well, let's just see what happens. <laughs> um, and that's not going to fly. You may be okay, um, but most likely something's going to go wrong. Something is going to go left or something is going to go right or you may just go on and flip over. So we need to be more in control and connected to that source that is within. And so when you think about let go let god there are a few things that you must do before even getting to that aspect the first thing that you need to um, be aware of is the power that is within and also um, that where that power is coming from i believe um, through some of the teachings and practices that i have studied that we do have a higher aspect of ourselves that is connected to the spiritual realm that connection is is you you are it and it really is craving and desiring this human experience and it wants to be acknowledged and so as you're doing your meditation and sitting some of you may want to um, come up with a, a space within your home or some objects that you have available that will help you to sit and better connect with your higher self for some it may be an altar um, which can simply be a surface such as a small table um, a candle I'm not going to get too far into to that today in this conversation um, but that may be something to explore but find a method that you can sit and uh, connect with your higher self as well as with your ancestors we just talked about the Dogon um, people, our Dogon ancestors for some of us. Man, I mean, if we could tap into that source energy that they had, that they have, amazing. So one of the um, the things we talked about were the quadrants or the four aspects of uh, the creation story through the Dogon. So think about earth, think about fire, water, air, 
And so you may want to have those four elements. And one um, method that, that I use that you may want to explore is having first, um, you know, having the water. Think about the origin story and the connection to water um, through the, um, the Nomo. And so having water um, in some sort of vessel, glass, cup, or I personally like to have um, something of natural material um, on my altar. And so you have that, and then from that, you have earth, right? And earth coming about, um, us coming from the earth, uh, and, and then it represents the life cycle. Uh, then from that, there's fire, and our souls, um, you know, transitioning, and then we have air. Okay, so from your, your, your water that you have, you can have something such as crystals to follow um, in order. Um, or if you have dirt available, you can have th um, that. Some people may want, um, you know, specific types of dirt um, or clay or some sort of substance that represents earth. After, you will have a nice candle to represent fire and then perhaps incense that represents the air. Okay, so that, that um, or those four elements having those available with you to sit. And then talk speak out loud if you if you desire to your higher self and to your ancestors we need to find out okay what is it that we should be doing what is it what as we're trying to figure out these answers in life we need to first go back to source and say okay um, you know, I, I know I really, really, really have been begging and pleading for this job. I want this job or this position. But what is it that I'm supposed to be doing? Start there. What is it that in this situation of trauma or, or of stress, what is it that I should be, um, you know, what are the actions and the steps that I should be taking in these, these instances? Um talk to your higher self or source don't make it up by yourself and say okay well I tried this I tried that let me just let go and let God well did you try the right thing were you on the right path are you on the right path because imagine that you're not imagine that you know Ama and um, the Nomas um, had this idea of having this life experience and this source energy that was the creation of all of us said let me develop this human form and I want to experience Experience all of this the good and the bad and for each thing that I create each one will have a different path so I can have a different experience you're gonna do this and you're gonna take that path and you're gonna take this path and meanwhile we decide what path that we're gonna be on versus listening to source versus going back to that contract perhaps that we made before coming here and that contract that our soul said okay this is what it's gonna be this round this is what we're gonna experience and then we forgot we forgot as we um, were birthed into this world and as we aged and then we we moved on into life and to become adults and now we want to be in control over our lives and we want to have control and make the right decisions and I you know I want to have a good job and I'm going to have this family and I'm only going to select this type of person for my partner and they're going to have a b and c and now you are disconnected and not in alignment with your source not in alignment with your higher self and you're making these decisions what if you're on the wrong path how do you know well you know Here, here's the thing this is how you know you're on the wrong path so imagine you're on this path and you're like okay I'm gonna go this way because 
that over there looks really good then all of a sudden something goes wrong and you keep falling on your face and you keep getting pushed and shoved around well that is source saying "Uh uh-uh this is not what you're supposed to be doing this is not what you signed up for get back on the right path and source energy tries to push you over to get back on that path and then you take yourself back over to the path that you think is supposed to be the right thing and you say please god please help me what am I supposed to be doing? I, I don't understand. Why is this not working? Well, you know. You know in your gut. You have that intuition. And you know when something just isn't right. But you're afraid. You may be afraid to take that next step to go and do that next thing. Because perhaps it doesn't make sense. Perhaps if you take that job, you have to leave what is comfortable and what makes sense to you. Perhaps you feel as though you don't have the finances to relocate. What if you were to leave that partner? Then what? You know, they provide so much. Or maybe you feel like they're your identity. And how will people, you know... uh, accept you making that decision will you still have the same friends right so you are um, afraid to move off of the path that you have made for yourself but meanwhile source your higher self is like no 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 so you're getting pushed and shoved all around and eventually the body gets tired of that right the body starts to wear down enough is enough okay when will we start to listen to get back on the right path so before we say let go let God we need to say what is it that I need to do to get into alignment how can I start to manifest and do these things that I hear all these people on the internet talking about that I'm reading these books about people manifesting well this doesn't seem to be working for me how is it possible that it's working for them well first you need to get in alignment so before you are praying and asking um, God and then letting go first you need to sit still be still and know be still and know that you are part of that source creation and that you have that connection get those what I call downloads the answers that are going to help um, guide you and ask your ancestors to send you um, protection and uh, ask your higher self to give you clarity to speak to you with clarity and ways that you will know perhaps the bread crumbs that you left for yourself are getting a bit confusing right maybe you're saying um you know a certain bird all the time all of the time or certain numbers or you know you're hearing similar phrases you say one word and then all of a sudden you hear someone else say it right those are actually signs that you are on the right path or you're in alignment but you may mistake um, them for coincidence and brush them off those are the the directions they're they're giving you pay attention pay attention and listen but first if you're having confusion and, and challenges um, ask ask for guidance and then once you have those answers like okay here it is I, I feel it I'm getting that answer I'm seeing this connection to perhaps this new thing that I'm supposed to be trying to um, get to once you have those answers then say okay 
you know, how, you know, God or whatever you want to call um, the divine creator, please help me, ancestors, please help me, help me get to this, this thing, help me to be strong, protect me and guide me in this. Once you do that, then the next step is that phrase, that phase of manifestation of saying, it is done right? It is done. Thank you for A, B, and C. Thank you for this job. Thank you for this relationship. Thank you for it as if it's already there. And know that it's already there. It already has been, right? Now that you're, you're starting to get into alignment, you have gotten that path that you're supposed to be on. Now you could say it's already done. And then guess what? You've planted the seed. Now you can step back and watch it grow. Now you can let go. At that point, now is really the time to let it go. You can constantly go back into your altar or wherever you're doing that work and say thank you. I'm so appreciative. Thank you. This is just so good for our soul. This is just beautiful. I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. But don't go back saying, okay, when is this going to happen? Come on, I've been waiting. Please, please, please. It is like, you know, putting out, um, snuffing out a flame when you do that. Okay, and then you're going to have to relight that flame again and allow it to to grow and to send that message out into the atmosphere. So that is your time to then let go after you've planted that seed, but constantly be grateful to follow. I hope you receive that message. I hope you connect it with it. And again, thank you. I, I am truly grateful, especially if you took the time to listen to this whole thing. So again, join me for our next um, segment of the podcast. I will try to have weekly uh, a series, um, weekly episodes come out. And um, again, I would love to hear your ideas. And that's it for Black Goddess Healing and Manifestation, Episode 2. Take care.